Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. We are back. It's your two favorite hosts. (coughs) Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are doing a movie that is just about to be dropped from HBO Max, so we wanted to get it in. It's The Suicide Squad. It came out in 2021. It's an IMDb score of 7.4, Metascore of 72, Rotten Tomatoes of 91% tomato meter, 82% audience. It had a budget of $185 million. Domestically, $52,733,210. Worldwide, $155,333,210. So it lost a bunch of money. It was directed by James Gunn and written by James Gunn. All right. So, not much introductions when it comes to what we're drinking. If you know, you know. Um, but, you know, McMaster's Diet Pepsi. Um, we don't change it up a whole lot. So, um, all right. So, on to the movie. Well, I mean, let's preface this by saying the first one fucking sucked. The first one was dog shit. That being said, the trailer for the first one looked fucking awesome. Yeah, the like Joker I was, always threw me off on the first one. Yeah, that's a fair point. But like when I saw the Joker, I'm like, okay, now what the fuck are we actually doing? I remember when they fucking dropped the first image of Jared Leto as the Joker, and the internet blew up. Yeah, like what the hell is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. It, it it was terrible. It was just terrible. Yeah, and. To me, with the first one, the Joker, it's very cartoonist, the look that they want with that. Which is fine, but it just also makes it look really bad. Where, if you do a more like a... Like the, the Joker in the movie, like the more dramatized, I guess is the word, like Joker look... More horror-looking, more... The Heath Ledger. Yeah, look. like the best Joker of all right there. Like, yeah. I, everybody, when Jared Leto was cast, like, all right, he, he he seems to have some range. He's won an Oscar. Yeah. But then he, he was, was going to fail either way, following the Heath Ledger mm-hmm. Joker. But it was just it was fucking terrible. And to me... Why put the Joker in the Suicide Squad? Like, yeah, it, like everybody knows the Harley Quinn Joker story. You know, fell in love with this therapist who went nuts and uh, fell into the pool of uh, whatever you call that. I can't remember. The, it was like the Acme yeah, fucking acid, or and made her go. You know, really just batshit, turn into Harley Quinn. So everybody knows that backstory. I mean, me, I'm not like. Big into, I mean, I love comics, comic books, movies, stories, but now I never did like read the books, right, or the comics. <clears throat> so, for me, I don't know where I was going with this, but for actually for me, knowing that backstory, everybody should know that backstory a little bit. Like, there's no point to add a Joker into the Suicide Squad. Which made the newest one the best because, you know, they still had the Harley Quinn Joker tattoo on her shoulder. So, you know, they reference stuff like that because that's Harley Quinn and they still show the Joker on her tattooed skin. But that's all they really reference it. And she said all my ex-boyfriends like, you know, so that was the Joker. They did reference it anyway. I would be interested to see because like with the Justice League the Snyder cut, they brought Leto back as a Joker. And that was what little bit he was in in that was better than what he was in the Suicide Squad. Exactly. So it was all the reshoots that were done in the 
I'm curious because apparently there is uh, Ayer Cut, the director of Suicide Squad. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see that compared to what they put out just like Justice League. Yeah, because I mean, they had to follow that same Joker. So, And they had six weeks to write the Suicide Squad? They gave Ayer six weeks, yeah. and That's not enough. And... Uh, from what I understand, there was a whole lot of studio meddling, which was one of the main problems with Justice League mm-hmm. and BVS. So, I don't know. It was just not a good movie. Will Smith was good in it. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie was good in it. Mm-hmm. But just the story was just terrible. Yeah. It was just not good. I They could have... I mean... To write a decent movie, you need at least, what, a year minimum? I mean, I... I mean, it takes time to come up with ideas. Yeah, I mean, you got to go through drafts for sure. Six weeks, you can get maybe two drafts on. Yeah. And so you're not going to have a honed-in final product for sure. No, but, like, different ideas comes at different times. So, like, to me... I'm not a very, I don't have a imaginary, I have, what's the right word? I could not write a book or a script or anything because I don't, A, have the patience, (laughs) but it also takes me a little bit of ideas or time to come up with ideas. It's not like I can't just come up with them just like, bam, right right now. Right, right. Let's do it. Like... I sit there and do a lot of back thinking. So I don't know. Like, oh, I should have done it this way. Yeah. So, yeah, that being said, I would be interested to see the actual director's cut of the original Suicide Squad. I imagine it'll be better, but I still don't think it would be a great movie. And Yeah. So instead, they wanted to pivot off of that. So this isn't like a direct sequel it's not a direct reboot it's kind of a quasi sequel reboot mm-hmm. where you've got three returning characters you got flag harley quinn and captain boomerang mm-hmm. and everybody else is new and they add there's a bunch more characters in this one and they bring in some of the more ridiculous dc villains this new one? And this one, yeah. Yeah, I love the new, like, um, well, villains. Like, which villain are you talking about? Like Weasel. <laughs> oh, I never fucking people. heard of Weasel. Yeah, but, okay, this is what I was thinking when I was watching that. The shark character. Yeah, King Shark. Or King Shark, Wanade whatever. or whatever yeah. they call him. He's a Groot. Yeah, I, I mean. Huh? Huh? And he was he was funny. I yeah. liked him a lot. And I wish they would bring him. I hope they bring him in different roles because he's a movie you could not do by himself because he's a good. He couldn't. He, the movie wouldn't make sense. And it's funny because like we we watched Arrow mm-hmm. and a little bit of the Flash and a lot of those characters. Not a lot of them, but Captain Boomerang was in Arrow. King Shark was in Flash. Those might be the only ones that... But Corto Maltese was brought up in Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see that. Yeah, and, like, um, the guy that threw stuff, his dots and stuff. Polka Dot Man? Polka Dot Man. That was a pretty fucking crazy character. <laughs> and how his mom worked at... Um, Star Labs. Star yeah, Labs. There was that connection, too. And so that was pretty cool. Like, you know, I watched The Flash. That Okay, that's where she got that stuff figured out. And, I mean, it's this is completely a James Gunn movie. Oh, the, the Britain, like, here we go, or whatever. Yeah, just not only the, the actors that he brought in, Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. He's been in four or five gun movies. Nathan Fillion's been in four or five. So he brings his brother, of course. So he... he Brings in his crew to work, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, 
And again, started Guardians. It has a very Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it, mm-hmm. a little bit. Just it's R rated. Yeah. Which this movie had to be R rated. Oh. And the first one should have been R rated. Yeah. Like these are the type of movies. It's like um, Guardians. No, Guardians is not R rated, is it? No, it's PG thirteen. Um, which one just? Oh, Deadpool. It has a very Deadpool feel to it, too. I think yeah. James Gunn would have fit very well in the Deadpool universe. Oh, sure. he would have, for sure. Like, very similar. He's got writing. that very irreverent, comedic, mm-hmm. but gory style. Deadpool could it. not be R-rated, or PG-13. No. Fuck no. And that's where the whole battle was when they got sold to Disney. Like, what's going but on? But Kevin Feige came out and did say that they will be making an R-rated Deadpool. Yeah, which is great. Just it may or may not be connected to the greater MCU. Who knows? Which is and, fine if it isn't. It's and fine. Wolverine should have been R-rated. Well, the, yeah, and Logan proved that yes. when they did Logan. Mm-hmm. But another thing, this cast <clears throat> has several characters who have played in multiple comic book movies, like Michael Rooker. He was Yondu in Guardians. He yeah. was, I can't remember his name in this one. Didn't play that long. No, he was he, he, he was dead pretty early. Um, Do you have the cast list pulled up? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he was on screen for all of fucking a minute and a half. Well, Weasel, Sean Gunn. Yeah. He was in Guardians. He played Groot. <clears throat> yep. And the uh, Rocket. Um, and he was uh, Yondu's little assistant guy. Or second in command. Fucking, I just saw this name, but built in like that whole thing with um, Margot Robbie. What about her? Like Milton. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Who's Milton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I give up. I can't find it. All right, even on Guardians <clears throat> of the Galaxy, and I can't even find it. Oh, no. But yeah, fuck it, fuck that guy. Yeah, well, he was in <coughs> Guardians and the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. David Desmalchen, <coughs> who played Polka Dot Man, he was in this. He was in Ant Man. Yeah. He was the crazy Russian, mm-hmm. and he was also in The Dark Knight. That's right. He okay. was one of the crazy yeah. guys. Uh, Idris Elba was in Thor. He was Heimdall. Okay. And he was also in The Losers, which is also oh. based on a comic book. Um, Nathan Fillion was a voice character in Guardians and was in this. What was he, Nathan Fillion? Remember in Guardians 1 <coughs> when Groot sticks his things up the guy's nose in prison? Yeah. That was Nathan Fillion's voice. Oh, okay. And he was, he had a part in Guardians 2 that got cut. And he was in Suicide Squad? Yeah, he was the guy whose arms flew off. TDK oh, that was or whatever. Him? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, shit. Who else? There was a couple others that I remember being in different. God damn it. Maybe that's it. But yeah, I mean, James I mean, Gunn. It's has getting done... to the point if you're an actor, you're almost guaranteed to be in a comic book movie. Well, the thing is, as I say, it goes with act or the director. James Gunn, like he has his crew. Yeah, Martin Scorsese has his crew. Absolutely. Um, Christopher Nolan has his crew. Yeah, and then um, fucking, I can't think of his name. The crazy motherfucker, um, Hollywood. Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah, he has his crew. Most definitely. So I think, like, you know, with James Gunn doing DC and Marvel, he. That's why it's intercrossed because I'm gonna bring my crew and they're gonna they're gonna listen to me. I know how to work with them. This is how this is gonna roll. Well, he never probably never would have done the Suicide Squad had Disney not fired him from Guardians. Yeah, 
but they ended up bringing him back, so he is doing Guardians. So, I mean, it worked out for both universes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But. And he's doing the next Guardians? He's doing Guardians 3, yeah. And okay. I think Peace, John Cena's character, Peacemaker, is getting his own show. It's going to be on HBO Max. Which is the ending of this movie. Yeah. yeah. And we should have said we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Yeah. But it's too late. Um, But yeah, I think Gunn is producing and maybe writing it. Oh, shit. But I don't think he's going to be doing any of the directing. Okay. But he's involved in one way, form, or fashion. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, honestly, even though he turned out to be a dick... I think he might have been one of my favorite characters in the movie. He was funny as fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah, like when he was talking about the bag of dicks and whatever. (laughs) This beach was full of dicks. I'd eat every single one of them for liberty or freedom or something like that. Well, and that's... So you can go with that saying, and you can know how the movie's going to end by that saying if you look deep into that. That means he's he's just there to get his freedom, and if by keeping that chip, He's going to get his freedom. So he didn't care who he had to do or what he had to do. He was going to fucking get that. I don't know if he would have necessarily gotten his freedom, but he would do whatever it takes to He's all about himself. No, I don't think so. I think he was trying to protect. Like, because if that got out, it would make America look terrible. Yeah. So his whole thing is to protect America, I guess. Okay. So that chip getting out showing that it was the USA that was doing all these experiments on this yeah. alien, it would be terrible for America, so he wanted to prevent that from happening. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I think he was there for that mission. He That was his sole purpose, for sure. And, and so, Waller put him on the team to make sure that nothing got out. Mm-hmm. Which ended up bad so but my question is going into this did he know that was his mission is get the chip because something was going to go on or did i think i think he was looped in i think waller told him like hey this has to be kept quiet locked down mm-hmm. blown up do not let it get out but under I'll any give you my freedom maybe or <clears throat> I mean, maybe. Because that's what the whole bag of dicks, you know, suck all these dicks just to get my freedom. I right? know. He wasn't talking about his freedom. He was talking about the general freedom. Okay. It wasn't because the whole idea of the peacemaker, he was raised by a soldier to protect the American way or some so bullshit. So why was like he that. in jail? Did they say? Uh, he probably went rogue and killed a bunch of people thinking he was protecting America. Mm. But. But we don't know. Like, yeah. Well, I, Which will probably bring the show. Yeah. I, I would imagine the show will be him doing crazy solo missions each episode to... Which Is that going to be on Disney Plus? No, HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, yeah, because that's... Uh, this is DC. DC. I get so confused. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep track of sometimes. But yeah, so um, Rick Flag, no, he he was much better served in this movie than he was in the previous one. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that had to do with his dialogue that he liked the video we watched. The dialogue in the first one was terrible. We gotta cut her heart out. So he was a better developed character in this one. Yeah. Um, I think this is the best version of Harley Quinn. Oh, for sure. The I mean, Suicide Squad and then Birds of Prey was dog shit also. Oh, Birds of Prey was our last movie. That, that was the last the movie we saw in theaters, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I like that her character there better. Um, I just, one of my favorite parts is... They have this whole plan to save Harley Quinn, <laughs> and um, she basically kills everybody in the whole fucking place. And they see, like, she gets in a taxi, and she like sees her team, and she's like, "Oh, 
And so what she's you guys like, doing? Yeah, what's up, guys? <laughs> well, we're here to save you. Oh, I go back in and, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you came to save me. It was a pretty good plan, too. <clears throat> but that was that whole scene where she's slaughtering everybody. When she gets the javelin and then flowers and yeah, birdies. Yeah, that's the... awesome. I like that. Do you? I didn't. It felt See, so out of place. I That is a James Gunn. Very a pretty. Li- it, yeah, it is. And that's how he saw the vision of this is very... This is Harley Quinn. She wants the better life. Like that's why they did like that whole in love thing. Like with the you know, birds and all that. With shit. The birds, yeah. And, and that was really epic when they lit that bitch on fire. Like hearing the birds squeal, dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there was that and the little like octopuses, octopi that King Shark found. Yeah, like those were just... really cartoony too. Um, yeah, like. I like that. I it, it all fit in with the movie. Yeah, I like because that's I how it was shot from the beginning. Was very colorful, very kind of cartoonist, but not too cartoonist. It's very just that good action with you know, very pretty. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like that's what it is. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's like that. From what I get, that's like the. That's what they're like. Like this uh, Suicide Squad. It's very. Yeah, I mean, apparently. Like in one of those videos we were watching about trivia, he had brought in one of the writers to play the doctor that injected the bomb. Mm -hmm. And he took a lot of. A lot of the story that he told was based on his writing of it. So if if it was written that way, it would make sense. Yeah, like they actually took time to figure out how to write a proper Suicide Squad instead of trying to do it in six weeks. Like, hey, why not bring the guy that fucking writ- wrote this shit? Yeah, I mean, you. Might, I, that's one thing I never understand when they make a comic book movie. They don't use the original writers if they're around as consultants. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, Stan Lee was very integral into what they did in Marvel. Mm-hmm. And he's sadly passed since then. But, I mean, he was in every fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, use what's there. Yeah, exactly. It just, I don't know. It just makes sense to do it that way. But a lot of people don't. Yeah, like. Why would you change something from a writer's point of view of how it was supposed to be? Does that make sense? Or at least get the writer's input. If you want to try and do something different, at least talk to the guy that originated the goddamn thing. Well, because everything has to be there for a reason with how he wrote it and what it was meant to be. So like changing a whole storyline is a huge thing. And I'm going to say this because um, I ha- we talked about it before. And that whole starfish thing, that's the one part of this. I'm like, oh, my God. Are we really doing a fucking starfish? That is an actual DC character. I know. Who, but I think he was a major foil for, like, Superman. Oh, the pink one just died. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think the starfish thing was okay. There had to be a better one to start this one off with than a fucking walking starfish. I mean, it's completely James Gunn, though. That's true. <laughs> like, you're right. Like the Guardians and what was going on there, and yeah, you're actually really correct on that. That's for for for. I'm glad with when. How am I saying this? Um, with doing a starfish and doing that whole actual DC villain. I guess in my head. Um, it's best be done by James Gunn. 
You're yeah, right on that. I, I don't like they're not. I, name one if you think if anybody else could be, but James Gunn would possibly be the one in my head that. Yep. Yeah, I I can't off the top of my head think of anybody that could make a giant starfish that shits out little starfish that take over people. Yeah. I can't think of a director who could pull that off better than James Gunn. Oh, wait. Got the bad boys. Michael Bay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he'd make it look prettier, I suppose, but... It would be so bad. It would be so fucking bad. He needs to stick to, like, bad boys and that kind of shit. But... We're not bashing the things today. We're just going with that. With it going back to the other, um, but yeah, um, let's talk about the what's your face with the rats, rat catcher too. I was really impressed with her. I'd never seen her before, but I liked her character a She's lot. She's very attractive. I don't know why she was sleeping all the time though. Yeah, she's such a heavy sleeper. <laughs> like millennials, that was funny. Yeah, like when they you first meet her and John Cena's like millennials, just because she's like tired and sleeping and lazy, they make it appear. Yeah. Well. Oh shit! That was another one. Taika Waititi played her dad, who directed Thor, Ragnarok, and played Korg. Her dad, the girl. Yeah. The, in the flashbacks when he's shooting heroin or whatever. Yeah. That's Taika Waititi. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. That was the one I was forgetting. But um Yeah, she's she's a very interesting character. I liked I'm, her I liked her a lot. I like her a lot as an actress. She's got some very strong future ahead of her. I would say. Um hopefully doing a suicide squad didn't really like off her career because a lot of people it's DC, you know. But I mean, he she's working with James Gunn, so she she's set. If she if he liked her, she did well, which she did well on screen. But who knows what she was like off screen? But no, like I was looking her up, and it looks like she's more of a model too. Really? Has she got anything coming up? I didn't go that far. I actually went into her modeling pictures. And oh, of course she did. Um. But no, I was. I thought she was really strong. She's one of the better characters in the movie. Yeah. Um, um, well, this is the first thing I'd ever seen her in. She's in like stuff we don't know. Foreign. She she yeah, sounded foreign. like Latina. Parg Mayor in twenty eighteen. Masa Fresca. Yeah, dude. What's her name? Um, Daniela Melchior. Daniela Melchior? Yeah, where's she from? Portugal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Um, I did read that <laughs> when they were doing casting mm-hmm. for, rat, like, James Gunn would bring the actresses in to do a re- table read or whatever. Yeah. And they would have to actually, like, play with rats while they were in the screen read, and really? she was the most comfortable with them. So really? that's kinda, that was a big reason why she got the part, you know. Interesting. But, yeah, she's she's great actress, very good-looking, very interesting character. I mean, you think about it, I mean... I don't think our area has rats, but if you're in New York City and you got that fucking yeah, thing, you're yeah. good to go. If you're in <laughs> L.A., sure. you're good to go. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like <laughs> That power is really only useful in highly populated areas. Mm-hmm. Anywhere near the ocean, I'm sure, like, there's a lot over there. And I did like the dynamic between her and Bloodsport. Where he's kind of taking her on as a daughter figure for him. Yeah. And, and one of my favorite scenes is when Bloodsport's daughter is in visiting in prison. Like, I stole a watch. What? <laughs> it's a watch you can watch TV on. 
Like, why the fuck would you steal a watch you could watch TV on? Yeah. And then it's the whole fuck you, fuck you, no, fuck you. That was that. Part <laughs> that was great. Like, you could tell that, like, he is done with her. The only problem I had with Bloodsport, <laughs> Idris Elba is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. But he's just a Deadshot ripoff. Yeah. He's an expert marksman, and he has weird kind of cool guns and shit. And why is he in jail again? He shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet and almost killed him. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he was just, just like Deadshot. He was a mercenary for hire. Yeah. And somebody hired him to kill Superman. Which I would never probably take that on. Which I wonder why. Will Smith, I assume they tried to get Will Smith back. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, I'm curious as to why. Yeah. But I wonder if it's because the first one was a total bomb. He's yeah, like, I, you wanted, yeah, I don't want to steer that. clear. That very well could be. But you hear somebody like James Gunn coming on board, then why wouldn't you just be like, fuck you, let's... I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, they essentially... It almost seems like they wrote the movie with Deadshot in mind. Mm -hmm. Because he had a daughter as well. Yeah. And Will Smith backed out, and it's like, oh, do we recast him? Or do we just use another character that is kind of the exact fucking same? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like I said... I. I love Idris Elba, so I had no issue with that. Yeah. Other than the fact it was the same fucking guy. Yeah. I I don't have a whole lot of beef with this movie besides the starfish. Was it Starro the Conqueror? But, like, that even calmed down after we talked about it because this would be the only director i would choose to do that and he did a great job for what it was i w- i'm not too pissed off like it, it was a great movie like they did a great job with um how they um had him as a character and this and that it's just in my head i'm like what are we doing here we got a shark <laughs> walking out of water we got a fucking starfish who can walk out of water they're usually dried the fuck up like that's why you see dead starfish on the side of the ocean because it's fucking dried out. So, yeah, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? I could do the shark because that's he's funny. He's a good time. <laughs> but now we got a starfish. Like, Did you realize who was the voice of this fucking shark? Mm-mm. Mm. I did see, but now I can't remember. I mean, it was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. But I didn't. I had no idea that was him until I looked it up. Yeah. And he's he was also in Guardians as well. I hope they do move more movies with a shark. I think that guy was hilarious. Like, like I said, he reminds me of a Groot character because he's very one. Like he has more than just a I am Groot, he's, but he's, he has like food or hungry. Yeah, nom 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> or the whole fake mustache bit. Yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a character that's very well-liked because he's hilarious. And, like, when he almost ate uh, the... Rat catcher. Rat catcher. And you really <laughs> sleep that hard. I was it, having the most wonderful well, he has, dream. He, he wouldn't eat me. He has the most sensitive eyes. And then the a rat was telling her he was trying to eat <laughs> you her. bastard. You bastard. <laughs> then she goes and makes friendly with him. And it's hilarious. Like... I like the shot. I like the whole team. Even though what's his face, the peacemaker was a very He's much an asshole, an yeah. asshole. But it's all hilarious. And John's what's his name? Uh, who played him? Who played peacemaker? Who's, what's the wrestler? Yeah, John Cena. John Cena. That's what I thought. And um, I was like John, and I like I don't think this is right. <laughs> this isn't the rock. Um, but no, like. He is hilarious as an he's, actor. Yeah, I've, I've 
I didn't really see his PG movie with like what was it with the kids or something? Where he's like a firefighter or something? Yeah, it's still funny as shit. You saw that? Yeah, I didn't see that. It was like a Showtime or Stars one morning. Yeah, I uh, I mean, fuck, what? I'm trying to think of the first thing I saw him on. He was in that movie Blockers. That was, I mean, for what it was, it was pretty funny. He was one of the yeah. best parts of it. He was. He had a bit in that. What was that fucking Amy Schumer movie? Yeah, that's. Not right. Yeah, yeah. But what were you saying? He had a bit role in the Amy Schumer movie. That kind of blew her up. Whatever it was, he, he was in it for like all of two minutes, but okay. he was hilarious in it. Yeah, he's got that one movie that uh, went straight to Hulu. The Vacation Friends. I saw that. It just came out. Oh, I didn't see that. You I saw, saw that? I showed you the trailer. trailer. That's what it, was. it dropped this weekend on Hulu, and they greenlit a sequel because it was the biggest Hulu original movie ever. We should watch that then. Yeah. Maybe do a pod on it. Most definitely. But yeah, I like him a lot as an actor. Yeah, he cracks me up, dude. He was funny as fuck. Um, I don't know. I it's very hard to go from what is it WWE? Yeah, he was and, WWE. Into, like I mean that's all acting. But like to get into actual Hollywood Well, acting, I mean The Rock did it. Yeah. And Dave Batista. And what's her face that did that? Tried it for a little bit. I guess she was UFC. Ronda Rousey was you. She ended up in the WWE yeah. for a bit, but yeah, you know, once she got her fucking jaw broken, all her Hollywood shit dried up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But one uh, another thing I really like about James Gunn movies is his music choice. Oh, dude. He he picks. He doesn't pick. I mean, he had a couple, but it's not really radio hits that he Mm -hmm. puts in his movies. It's fringe songs that you've heard from someplace or something, and you have no idea who's... It's like Guardians. Yeah. Like, those soundtracks are iconic, and I don't remember... I couldn't name an artist of any one of those before that movie came out, probably. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you who sang Hooked on a Feet. I still can't. I don't remember. Yeah, dude, I listen to it a lot. I don't. Guardians soundtrack, I listen to a shit ton. He brings back songs that kind of got left on the wayside a little bit. Yeah. Like that Pixies song. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've listened to that so many times since I watched this movie. Yeah. Every fucking movie he's done, his music fits the theme of the movie. Yeah, I, him and or it makes the movie like that's the thing is about him is like wow this is you're sitting there in your seat like jamming like this is that's a, sweet. I mean Kevin Smith is that same way where he just picks the right song for the moment and that Fear Street movie the first one that we watched yeah that sound that music soundtrack was fucking out of this world what are you looking for. But yeah, music can help or hurt a movie. Yeah, and, and that's it. Always helps a James Gunn movie. Yeah, and that's like trailers goes as well. Yeah, like for even sure. Those, even though there's certain uh, music that plays during a trailer, it's not in the movie. But when you watch that trailer with that music going in it, you're like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Then like, that was the first Suicide Squad had a fucking excellent trailer because. It played off of, I don't remember what song it was, but it was cut to fit the song that was playing, and it looked incredible. Yeah. And it just, the payoff just didn't match. But, yeah. And Amanda Waller in this one, the fact that it was R made her character better. Also, because she's threatening to kill these people and cussing them out and all this shit. She was was a better character in this. And I think it was because it was an R-rated movie. 
Is it? Uh, we'll edit this, but. That was, yeah. The way that trailer was cut to that song yeah. was fucking fantastic. So, I, so it was Queen that did the trailer with the first one. Yeah, it was a cut to Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That that, tra- that trailer, that's yeah. one of the best movie trailers I think I've ever fucking seen. Oh, they like you said, they cut it just perfect. And the movie did not live up to the trailer. Mm-mm. But yeah, like you could, that's the thing is, is you want to get people to the fucking um, theater to pay for you to watch your movie. You got to have a bomb ass trailer and you got to throw in some cuts like that. Like I bet people mostly want to go see that because of the fucking trailer. Yeah. Not only are you a DC fan, but some people aren't DC fans. Like that looks badass. I want to fucking. Oh, for sure. I mean, people. We went, didn't we? We saw that in theaters, yeah. Do we have our. That was long before the movie passed. Oh, it was a $5 time one. Yeah. Yeah. But. And, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm hesitant to call this a great movie. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's for fun. Sure. It's, it's entertaining. Good. I could watch it. We, like this, this was, was our second, second time. time watching. Yeah, it. I watched my first one when I was on the plane coming back from Washington. I watched it pretty much right after it came out, and so I saw it on my little iPhone 12 Pro Max or whatever, and um, yeah, I mean, I it's don't a good. It's a great movie. Like I was very entertained in the whole plane. Like I did not realize that I that whole time went by in two hours. I was like, "Holy shit!" Because like, I mean, you're just entertained. This movie came out August third, so it did get a theatrical release, but it didn't make the budget back. Probably because it's free on HBO Max. That is probably a that is most definitely a big because issue. I'm just gonna say it. What is there? I'm gonna go a billion people in the United States that have that have AT and T. There's three hundred million people in the United States. Oh <laughs> so <laughs> Okay. So this, what, it, was this in India or China here? Yeah, I don't even know, man. It's just large numbers. So let's say 75 million of the people in the United States has AT&T. You get free HBO Max. For the first year. No, I have it unlimited. That's going to be problematic for them, I think. I'll bet you they but, will not do the... But I'm also been with AT&T for 15 years. Right. That's the difference, I think, in the streaming model where HBO Max, they came out right away and said, in like November of last year, they said, every movie that's getting released in theaters will be released on HBO Max, which probably jumped up their su- subscription right then and there. But then there's no back end on that. Whereas Disney, they said, you can have all these movies plus any movie that comes out in like Black Widow. Mm-hmm. We'll put it on Disney plus for a $30 premium. Mm-hmm. Black Widow made $66 million on Disney plus alone that opening weekend. Not to mention the 57 it made in theaters. Which is huge. I mean, it... Not like it used to be, though, I guess. You're right. No, that I mean... I don't think we're going to see... I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see a billion-dollar movie again at the box office. Yeah, everything's fucked. Which, it'll be interesting to see how Shang-Chi does. Because that drops Friday. 
And it's not dropping on Disney Plus either. It's strictly theater. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that does because that can change the streaming format and the theatrical release format forever, I think. If it doesn't make any money, they're like, oh, we're going to have to start putting this back on the Disney Plus for $30 because people aren't going to I theaters. Mean, it's clear people are willing to pay the thirty dollars for yeah. to watch it at home. Well, yeah, because with the whole I mean, Christ, we bought every fucking Disney release. Well, yeah, because to me it's Yeah, we're not getting into this. <laughs> yeah. Um We did because we used to be big movie goers. I mean back I, back but, at that time the theaters weren't even open. The theaters are open now. Yeah. It's just a matter of how comfortable you're going to the theater or not. Yeah. Which, I mean. I'll go. Yeah, if but something. I don't want to obey by the rules. Yeah, that, that's a whole other issue also. Like. Like, yeah, that's going to be my whole problem is. Are we going to be very limited with seating? And it's gonna be hard to get seats, or are we gonna be jam packed in there? And I have to wear a mask. I haven't really looked, so I don't know. But yeah, I mean, or do you have to show proof of vax? I don't think we're there yet. Well, New York, you're there, but yeah. I don't think we're there here yet. So I don't know. But yeah, it, it'll be. I'm I'm really curious to see how Shang Chi does. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not gonna go see it in theaters. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not. I want to see it, but it's not one I'm hankering to. Yeah, fucking, because I don't know dick about. I'm a Marvel nerd, but I don't know dick about that guy mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I mean, of the Marvel ones, I if if it was Spider Man opening Friday, I'd go. Yeah, but. Shang-Chi, even the Eternals, they both look fucking great, but I don't know dick about them. Mm-hmm. But it, like I said, if it were Spider-Man, I'd go. Well, yeah, that's changing the story. Yeah, I'd go to Spider-Man. I don't give a fuck about that. But, um, but in my sense, here we go. But for thirty dollars, I can buy the fucking thing, and I'm not—I don't know anything about it, but I'm not—don't really care. It's like Jungle Cruise. I fucking love Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I need to. I've seen it one and a half times. One and a half. It just got greenlit for a sequel. So. Yeah, My, that was probably just to keep uh, Emily Blunt off the lawsuit that Scarlett Johansson did. And like I said, like because Cruella got. Developed for a sequel as well. Mm-hmm. My sister has a Disney Plus account, but I logged into mine out at their place just because I was like, "Oh, we have it." I don't think no, they. That's, lo- that's why I did it with Cruella with my mom. Too. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they logged out because um, I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law has lost that. Like, watched it like six times. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, I know my mom hasn't logged out either because <laughs> yeah. she watched Black Widow. It's just like, why would we log out? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like it. <coughs> so I'll, I'm interested to see. Like you said, I'd like to see King Shark again. I don't know. I don't know if we'll get another Suicide Squad. Yeah, we'll get another Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn's here to stay. They're not. Yeah. I mean, that's a cash cow for is, them. Is there a comic where Harley Quinn dies? Uh. There may be an alternate universe kind of style one, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I would, I mean, she could end up showing up in like the Flash movie where they do Flashpoint and shit. But yeah, I think she's here to stay. The, they did announce they're doing, I think, a show. From uh, a spinoff of Birds of Prey with uh, the Canary. Mm -hmm. They're doing a show with her. And she could potentially pop up in that, I suppose. 
But I don't think there's anything announced for Harley Quinn going forward at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Flag's gone. I liked him. We're obviously getting a Peacemaker show. They could bring Idris Elba into that somehow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think a lot of these are going to be one-offs. I can't imagine they bring Ratcatcher back in any capacity. I don't know how they would do that. The yeah, Weasel. No, Ratcatcher, the girl who controls. Oh yeah. Yeah, but why not? Maybe if they can. I mean, but I totally agree. Like that, I. So many different things like they could do with this movie. But like I said, I want to see the shark guy come back. (coughs) Yeah, King Shark was great for sure. And we should at least mention all the assholes who died right away. There was Javelin, who Harley Quinn got the Javelin from. Yeah. TBK or whatever Nathan Fillion's character was called. Captain Boomerang was killed right off the bat. Uh, Mongol or Mongal, I, mm-hmm. uh, some alien. Pete Davidson's character, like who the sold him out at the beginning. The two. And we didn't even talk about like um, them going in and killing all of their <laughs> yeah. people. And then they're like, what are you doing? Like, you just kill all my family. Like, that was pretty fucked up. And I like how the that scene was fucked up, but the competition that Bloodsport and Peacemaker were having, like killing people without looking and shit, mm-hmm. that was funny. Yeah. And Alice Braga is the girl who played, like, the, the revolutionary leader. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Oh, yeah. She's really cool. And then... Um, we also didn't bring up how they knocked out what's her face because she's about oh, ready. To... She, yeah, she was ready to kill them all just for going to fight, mm-hmm. trying to save people. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I thought that was pretty fucked up. I'm glad somebody knocked him out. Like I did like the supporting like crew in the office, like all those people when they're betting mm-hmm. on who's gonna live or die at the beginning. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. The one chick's like, "Get to work, you dick." Whatever the fuck she said. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be seeing a lot more of them in the Peacemaker show. Like the two, the guy and the blonde that go to check on him. Yeah. I think they're going to be pretty prominent in the show. Okay. I'm excited. I, Like I said, I he was one of my favorite characters. He was a dick, but he was funny. Yeah. I'm pretty excited to see how that goes. And I think that's filming now. The Peacemaker? So I think okay. it star- has already started filming. Hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't know if we have anything else how, to say. Where, how do you rank it in the DC? I go with this one's more in the top-ish. It's going to be the top three. Okay, what else? I mean, like, I mean, there's only, there's Man of Steel, BVS, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84, Suicide Squad, this one, and Justice Aquaman. Aquaman. I enjoy the Aquaman. You like the Aquaman? I like Aquaman a lot. Uh, I like the new BVSU, the Jacks, or the Jacks. <laughs> Snyder Cut of the Justice the League? Cut, yeah. Um, I like this one a lot. It's between those three, to be honest. See, I like the first Wonder Woman a lot. Yeah, I seen there's now it's in the top four because I forget it. Like I like the first Wonder Woman. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, the last one I saw I did not like. So Wonder Woman eighty four wasn't very good. That's where it didn't really you know click in my head as a Wonder Woman. But yeah, I did like the first one a lot. Oh, what about Shazam? Oh damn it! I did like that Shazam one a lot was too. Good. It was, it was. Oh, and I like um, um, what's that? Oz or Ooze or fucking um, 
fuck out. DC movie? Maybe it wasn't. I might even marvel into my head. Let's just scratch that. Erase. But yeah, I mean, it's very hard. But yeah, this movie, I'll just say in the top five. I I can't rate them all because it's been a while since I've seen it. But this is in a top five for this sure. This is an upper tier DC movie for sure. Yeah, like um, top five is pretty strong to say. Is a good way to say it. So yeah, I would. I mean, I'd give it overall probably a seven point four. 7.5 because I think it's a very strong movie. Like like you said, I said it's entertaining. Like I could sit there and watch it another time. That that's that's a good point to make. It's like like I said before, it's a fun movie. It's not a great movie, but it is inherently rewatchable. Yeah. I watch like, it all the time. Now, well, now that we don't have the ch- fucking now we have to just choose what we watch. It's just not on TV. Right. Uh, <laughs> but th- this would be a movie if it just flipping through channels or showed up on HBO. I'd stop on it and watch it wherever it was in the movie. Exactly. Because I know what's going on. I can catch on in a minute. Yeah. I I, I enjoyed it for sure. I, I'd, yeah, I'd be... Between a seven two and a seven five for sure. It, yeah. It's like I said, not great, but enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. And I think that's the best way I can describe it as fun. Exactly. And then I mean what the fuck is coming what's next for DC? The Batman? Oh, I think so. When Which, is that coming? Uh, I think at this point, May of next year. Okay. But I think Warner Brothers is doing some kind of convention in October. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting to see trailers for a bunch of shit. Hopefully that being one of them. Yeah. Because the trailer that they showed, the Robert Pattinson one, Mm -hmm. the trailer was fucking fantastic. Yeah. But apparently only 20% of the film was shot when they cut that trailer because okay. they shut down for COVID. Yeah. So if that's 20% of the fucking movie and that trailer was fucking great. Oh, yeah, dude. I dude. Have, I have strong hopes for this, and I hope this becomes, like, the last sequel. Like, I hope it kind of... Well, this is kind of a prequel. <clears throat> okay. Oh, I, I think this is actually... I think this is kind of not set in the universe that's already been built. Because, I mean, Pattinson is significantly younger than that. that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I hope it comes a series. Like, the last, like, the Dark Knight series. Do a fucking trilogy of it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that whole... That was, like, again, I I can't wait for a winner. I don't know why I always think it's like a... I just think about sweatshirts and sweatpants. And you put on a movie all day, the trilogies, and like that would be one I'd just like rock out on a day off. And I, especially in winter, I love watching horror movies because it just gets dark earlier. Yeah. And, and with the Dark Knight series, like it's a very dark movie. Most definitely. And yeah. So we've got, I mean, I think we should do that. Hugh Jackman one. That movie looks pretty good. You think that would be... Oh, that would be I think that would be a good, be a good podcast one. So that would be the next one. <coughs> and we'll make it work either way if we don't have a stand by then. The kitchen just have table. to <laughs> crate dude while it's sitting on the floor. Just move the kitchen <laughs> table to the fucking living room. <laughs> Well, where there's a will, there's a way, exactly. as they say. So we'll figure it out. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I recommended this. We recorded this on the first. I think it's only available till the third. Yeah. 
And so. then it'll be gone for 60 days and then be back. So if you on. snoozed, you lose. And yeah. Um, oh, just want to throw out there, like we talked the other night, Clerks 3 just wrapped up. So let's hope for the best. And it'll be out about next fall. I wonder if he's going to take it on the road like he did in Jay and Silent Bob. Or if he's Depends just going to. COVID goes. That's a valid point. And also, I think this one was backed by Lionsgate. So they, they have the kind of war chest to actually put the money up to put it in theaters. Yeah. Where, so. so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they Yeah, we'll it. see if there's another shutdown. You never know. A COVID outbreak. So, um. Yeah, so hopefully they wrap that up. He starts editing it and get some reshoots if they need to, and it'll be out in the next year. So I'm hoping August, September next year. That's probably a safe assumption, yeah. So, but I don't think there's any other movie news that we really talked about. Um, no. I mean, there's been some trailers that dropped. Nothing really very recently. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. We need to do this more. I like this. Yeah. Just the two of us. And the next one's going to be a whole new surprise for you motherfuckers. No doubt. So we're going to be talking about something crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. Till next time. All right. Well, we will... Be back, hopefully, with more of these solo ones, but we got a bunch of shit coming up. Yeah. So I got a new schedule for work, too, so we can make this work. All right. All right. Until next time. Until next time, motherfucks. Go fuck yourself. Peace. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully, you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully, you learned something. Or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.